0: Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1 with All Care Pharmacy. Discover a healthcare team that's always here for you at All Care Pharmacy, Ireland's largest community pharmacy
1: network. Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1.
0: All this week, an inaugural Mental Health Week is taking place in all Irish prisons. The events will include a series of talks and workshops and it's aimed at both prisoners and staff. Now yesterday our reporter Brian O'Connell was given access inside Mountjoy Prison on day one of the Awareness Week and he heard from prisoners, staff and some special guests and Brian joins me now. Good morning Brian. Morning Claire. how are you? I'm very well. I know you've been inside Mountjoy several times before Brian but tell us about this visit yesterday.
2: Yesterday was mostly in the progression unit. This would be the old same paths. Houses about 170 prisoners, all of them would be engaging with programmes so they'd be trusted enough to be on uh, those wings and landings. So it's separated from the main prison block essentially where you would have a lot of prisoners in that main block on protected wings and some clearly have to be segregated. But the idea with this Mental Health Week is a week-long series of events in prisons all over the country to promote uh, good mental health, to discuss things like empathy, trauma, recovery, well-being, and it is for prisoners and staff. We'll hear from the two Norries, James Leonard and Timmy Long. They were giving workshops all day in Mount Joy yesterday, and I met the assistant governor. I met a prisoner. But first, I met with the head of psychology with the Irish Prison Service, Dr Emma Regan. She's someone who's worked in the service for many years, and this, Claire is some of her experience engaging with prisoners.
3: A lot of the time we're meeting people who have had very complex backgrounds and um, complex childhoods with chronic trauma um, and that's not making excuses for why people are in custody that's just the people that we're meeting in the clinic room. We're seeing the, the whole spectrum of mental disorders really it's burgeoning at the moment whether it's anxiety or depression um, schizophrenia and psychosis but also neurodiversity um, difficulties and intellectual disabilities.
2: If you go back to the outset of your career what, what is the thing that surprised you the most?
3: The vast vast majority of people who come into custody are people who have had multiple complex chronic trauma as children so when they were supposed to be nourished and to learn how to live life those supports um, weren't available for whatever reason
2: so in other words very
3: few people are born criminals that's what i've learned what about remorse is it is it something you come across A lot and I think that there's an expectation that people don't care about their crimes but I've sat with people in the clinic room who can barely speak owing to the enormity of the remorse around their offending.
2: What do you say to them?
3: Sometimes there's nothing that you can say except to sit with somebody and give them the listening ear that they require in terms of the guilt that they're experiencing. When you're in custody it's really difficult to engage with all of the initiatives that are available. The lads can't go out and do a workshop. Well that's exactly it, so um, we need to be a, a little bit more creative about the way in which people can manage their mental health in custody and Mental Health Awareness Week here now is about making sure that people who aren't engaging are learning to engage and learning what services are available in um, custody for them.
0: So. The point Dr. Regan made there, Brian, about late diagnosis, that's an interesting one. They're seeing more and more of that, are they?
2: They are, and I suppose what's telling is people are not able to access community supports due in part to perhaps chaotic lives, but also maybe supports aren't aren't there and we know we know a lot about that in terms of trying to access those supports uh, and the service is diagnosing for example learning difficulties for the first time people would be diagnosed in prison serious mental health illness it's a challenge for the service in encouraging psychologists to join as well so they are using this week Claire to try and reach out to trainee psychologists to try and show them the benefits of this type of work in prison. Now you met a
0: prisoner who has engaged with mental health supports
2: and again this was on the progression unit so as I said it was the former St Paths so this man is volunteering with the Red Cross in prison. He's trying to progress through his sentence. He has a family. This is his first time in prison. He's serving quite a lengthy sentence. I met him on the landing and we went then inside his cell.
4: We're well, in the progression, you to, um on C2. This
2: is your cell, so we'll walk in.
4: It's your, your, your own space, your own bit of... Privacy away from everyone. How many hours do you get out of
2: the cell during the day?
4: Um, I suppose we'll be about six or seven. Time out to go to the school, to the gym, uh, if you work. I you work here, so like, you're out to do. You're not just out, kind of hanging about, you know.
2: Um, And you've a bit to go?
4: Yeah, about two years, yeah.
2: Is your first time in prison?
4: Yeah. What was the thing about it that surprised you? Like, your impression of prison, if you've never been there, is kind of, it's a big, crazy place. Uh, and I suppose there's some places there are but this place is kind of, there's a lot of focus here on education and there's plenty of uh, opportunities for fellas if they want to.
2: And then the mental health side of it, tell us a bit about that. Um, Maybe how different are you now to when you came in?
4: I'd say totally different. And that's down to, I suppose, seeing how bad things can get. Obviously made some bad decisions and that's what landed me here.
2: If you were having a bad day or if one of the lads on the landing here is having a bad day, would you say to each other or is, is there do people have to present that front?
4: Here, it's not like that. Yeah, you can sit down and chat to each other. And
2: With anybody who, who ends up in prison, there are obviously victims. Do you think about that?
4: I suppose you think about it all the time. There's, there's not just... There's days too, like there's your own f- uh, family and, and people that are hurt by what went on.
2: There's a the map of the world on the wall. Yeah. It's almost teasing in a way because that's the freedom you can't access.
4: Yeah, yeah. Although surprisingly, that doesn't the, the not being able to go travel wouldn't bother me. It's the little things like walking the kids to school. They're the things you they're the real punishment of being in prison. You know what I mean? Those little milestones in kids' lives and things. That's that's what you really miss.
0: That's a really considered chat that you had with that prisoner. And you also had a chat with the assistant governor, Brian. Um, Tell me about the workshops, though, given by the two NARIs firstly and remind us, they're, they're for anyone.
2: The two naris are James Leonard and Timmy Long, uh, both of them in recovery. Um, they would have had a criminal past. They would have come from chaotic and at times difficult backgrounds. So the two lads from from the north side of Cork have a weekly podcast. Christy Moore was on last week. Um, they've been doing really incredible work in having and in starting conversations around recovery and around ending stigma. So they were honest when they were giving their talk in Mountjoy yesterday about their own journeys. Obviously they've been imprisoned themselves. So some of the prisoners can now access their podcasts inside prison I met them for a chat after they had their talk and I began by asking Timmy why it was important they engaged with this week of events
1: we know there's potential
2: behind every human being any person you know and we also know that it's very very possible for those people to change if they do the work in themselves in there
1: yeah because when you're a prisoner obviously you've been judged by the court and now you're been sentenced to prison, right? It's very easy to just feel like that. You have no opportunities. Um, But what me and Timmy tried to show is that, yeah, this can be just a season in your life, you know. Um, We're just the same as them, but we're just a few years down the road. They're all, some of them are studying the courses that we've completed.
2: It was interesting what you were saying at the end. You guest edited part of the Irish Examiner last week, and you were saying somebody had put a negative comment on Mm. Twitter where they had referenced some of your past. And for you, that, that kind of got to you a bit.
1: Yeah, it did, because you know, like, there's nobody like me and Timmy in the media. so you, know, you just leave yourself vulnerable, and then to kind of be kicked when you kind of expose yourself like that to such a big audience, I felt a little bit vulnerable.
2: And the podcast is now available in the prison to
1: prisoners? Yeah, via the Prison TV channel, which is a, mm. b- a brilliant initiative. For you, just the last thing
2: I'll ask you, it must be an amazing part of your journey to be back here in this, in a different
1: guise, It is because we, st- we started out with the original intention of helping people like me and Timmy. We never thought the prison service would get behind us and do edit it and invite us in, but they see the benefit of you know, the pair to pair stuff that will work alongside the psychology and the education stuff. Mm-hmm. So listen, we we never had a master plan. This is just evolving brilliantly and it's very exciting to see where it goes in the future.
0: James and Timmy and the podcast is well worth a listen, the two Nari. So they gave a talk there and how did that go down?
2: Well, I was actually sitting among the prisoners for, for, for their talk they gave and, and, and I was at the back and I suppose it was a bit like school clear, there was a bit of messing at the start when they were just getting started. You know, there's quite a large group of prisoners in in, in, the, in the chapel, but as they began to tell their stories, really honestly, really directly, by the end of it, I mean prisoners were totally engaged. Some actually asked a few questions at the end, so they had kick-started that conversation. So really, the power of hearing from someone who's, who's walked their walk and is now on a very different path that clearly resonated. Now, finally, before I left Mountjoy yesterday, I met with Assistant Governor Dunica Walsh.
5: We're starting at the circle here. As you can see, it's the. Uh the pentafil model where you have the, the circle and you have the wigs off the uh, off the circle. We've guys here um, coming from various sentence, sentence lengths. So what do they get here that they don't get in in the other parts of the prison? Reshape here is far more is far more easier on the prisoner. We actually give them back a the responsibility for themselves. Down at the Bay Prison officers escort prisoners all everywhere if they want to go for a visit if they want to go to school if they want to go to to, but up here we give them back that if they have an appointment with psychology appointment probation they go to it themselves our role here is to send them back out to be a better neighbour
2: um in terms of the mental health side of things is it something i mean i don't know how many years you're in the service 36 years what's changed in that 36 years
5: Uh, far more uh, i suppose uh, uh, emphasis is now on the, the, the wraparound. Guys coming in with various problems or issues that they have, that there's supports in place for for most most of the uh, problems that they have. And the one thing that has changed for me is, the, is not that we're sending out prisoners now and linked into something in the community. Because when I joined the job, we were sending prisoners out with a, a black bag and sent out with their own devices. Today, they have a, a, a medical card, they go up with a medical card, they go for an appointment with the social welfare, but that's the difference.
0: That's Assistant Governor of Mountjoy Prison, Donica Walsh, talking to Brian. Thanks, Brian, for that report and to everyone there who spoke to Brian. Next up, how bad is air pollution in your area and how might it be impacting your health? We'll find out.
1: 51551, today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1.